Good afternoon and welcome to CISN radio station here in Des Moines. Alongside me today, I've got Danny Cotula, my play-by-play partner for the Des Moines Menace Matches. And we have a score to settle, don't we? So we've got <laughs> the assistant coaches from the Des Moines Menace, Ross and Adam. Glad to have you guys here. Thank you for having us. Good to be here, good to be here. Ross, t- just tell us a little bit about yourself and background, where you're from. Um, I'm from a place called Waterford in, in Ireland. Um, and then, yeah, I came to Wichita Falls, Texas in 2015 to play college soccer and a um, few jobs here and there. And now I'm here in Des Moines Menace working with Adam and Dean and, and Omar and loving it, yeah, and all the boys. So hopefully we can keep our season going nice and strong. Well, congratulations to you guys. I mean, you've secured the Deep North Division. Um, it's a fantastic achievement with two games to go. St. Croix this weekend. Um, and then after that, Prioria to wrap it up. And then it's the playoffs. Obviously, you're not going to sit back, are you? You're just going to go for it. Uh, rotations in the squad. Oh, sorry, Adam. I, I didn't see you sitting next to me there. Um, I'm pretty hard to miss, to oh, be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Must be all the lifetime I've been yeah. <laughs> Adam, just give, it, give, us, give us your background and then just jump straight into how the season's been and, and we'll go from there. Uh, I'm Adam, obviously. I'm yeah. from uh, Bristol, England. Um, like City or Rovers? Uh, so support city, but play for Rovers. So it's kind of oh, wow. can't go, can't go. Yeah. yeah, I was a little bit of a traitor when I was younger. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're similar to Rossi. Came over in 2010, uh, played a couple of jobs, and similar sort of thing. Somehow I found myself in Des Moines, Iowa, with the boys and enjoying it, enjoying it very much at the moment. So it's good. But yeah, like you said, like obviously we did win it. It was kind of disappointing for us because we didn't win it on our own kind of dime shall we say but obviously that doesn't take away from the fact that in the end of the day kind of our body of work up until this point has been has been very good so Mm -hmm. it doesn't take anything away from that but it would have been nice to have a little more of a celebratory after party shall we say on uh, Saturday but obviously at the end of the day it's a championship it's another championship conference titles are conference titles you can't take anything away from the boys for what they've done up until that point it was just kind of one of those in this sport you never it's never the way you want it to be is it it's never a kind of a dream world so it was but obviously we were, we we're excited it kind of gave us a little bit of a hump on our shoulder as well because we want to do it out right and we've we've spoken about it and kind of we've let the boys kind of have their moment because i know the as you've seen from all their social media the people outside of the, like us and yeah. all the people from back home and their families and everything are really proud of them and like i said we're extremely proud of them as well and what we've achieved in a short time but obviously it was, would have been nice to especially I mean you, uh, for whatever reason we don't like Thunder Bay <laughs> as you probably saw after the game um, it's happened before so yeah it would yeah. have been nice to have done it against them but obviously it happened the next game anyway so yeah I mean we, we were I mean <laughs> during the game I, I just thought the game was weird to be honest with you I was like how have the menace not secured the game you know yeah. and it's it, i look at it as one of those days where you take your chances um you you had the chances it's just one of those where it's not going to go your way i mean danny we were talking about i mean it was really did the, has this just happened yeah. but you didn't lose you know yeah i mean that was pretty much the only positive i mean we we kind of went over the film today and it was a tough one cutting it and breaking it down because like we spoke about over the weekend, it was you take away 
their two goals, which were poor goals. I mean, we counted less than 100 passes that they made. I mean, everything apart from the scoreline for us was kind of like the perfect, perfect game, quote-unquote. Like, we moved the ball and everything that we've been wanting to achieve, been patient and plenty of opportunities. Would we have liked to have taken a few more of those opportunities? I think so. We can, we can blame our... Score over here. The, 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 oh, yeah. the scoring coach will blame it for that. <laughs> the scoring coach. Yeah. But it was just, so whenever Thunder Bear being here, they normally just sit in and counterattack. They did the same. They're a little bit, at least they're a little more fluid in the way they played compared to in previous years because yeah. that's just how they used to play. And, um, I noticed with the two goals they scored, especially the second one, they frustrated. It happened, something in the box, I remember that. And then there was a little bit of argy-bargy, right? You <laughs> love that word, argy-bargy. Right. And then some, it was on the halfway line, boom, they put the ball down and took a quick one when they could go. Yep. And that was it. Yeah. So just the concentration and focus was gone. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, I, I, I was... I mean, I was impressed with the way you guys played. I mean, your speed of actions were a lot quicker from the start. And I know the gaffer had um, emphasized that to me prior to the kickoff. That yeah, yeah, we scored I mean, two minutes in the first half and yeah. so the first five minutes in the second half. So it was kind of, they did exactly what we kind of emphasized all week and before the game. And you kind of expect Thunder Bay to maybe come out of their shell a little bit going down early. And yeah. they kind of didn't. They kind of just stuck to their plan and stayed deep. And I guess it kind of, led for this false sense of security a little bit as it wore on, but again, it's one of those things, isn't it? I know. <coughs> I, I, had a, I had a couple of friends that came out and they said they're definitely coming to the next games. And it's yeah. really the first time they've been, you know. Um, they just brought like little ki their little kids with them and they, up. Oh, we're coming to the next games. They thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think that's what people are missing. They just need to get to a game um, and <laughs> They'll enjoy it. I mean, they'll yeah. love it. I mean, Danny, I mean, we, we were talking about it as well in the booth. And maybe you can give us a rundown with what everything looks like now as far as the conference divisions. I know we went through this last week and even the <laughs> lads sitting here were confused. Well, and I was confused apparently because I went back and listened to myself and I actually have to make some corrections from last week. So, so there's... There's a lot going on. For those who aren't familiar, USL League Two is a jungle of a league. Um, I think it's like over 200 clubs that are that are across the U.S. Um, and so there's just a lot going on. Um, essentially, there's four conferences, and where in the Central Conference uh, makes sense geographically, or about as central as it gets in the states. Um, and so within the conferences, there are more or less four divisions. Some have three, uh, but Central Conference has four divisions. Um, and so they'll send two from each division from the regular season into an eight-team playoff. Each conference will do that, and once we get to one left in each conference, we'll have a final four, essentially, at some central location. Um, hopefully it's here. Um, and, and, and we'll play that out and have a national champion. Um, so that's kind of big picture what we're looking at. For Menace, as you've mentioned, Justin, and as we've talked about, we've clinched the Deep North Division, which is one of the four, um, which means not only are we in the playoffs, but we've got kind of a seeding advantage over second place. Um, so there's a, a kind of a points per game um, layout that happens uh, one through eight, except for the fact, and this is where I was wrong last time, that there, USL League Two is not going to put somebody against a conference or a division opponent, right? So say you know it, right now, Peoria City's in second in the Deep North. Um, that could change. Thunder Bay is still in the conversation, but let's just say for simplicity's for, for simplicity's sake. 
Uh, I'm a commentator yeah, and I, I had can't one talk. Of those, didn't I? A I did, you did. Ago, yeah, 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 that's yeah. true. Met that's a table, true. On a table. <laughs> <laughs> that's still one of my favorite moments from the season. <laughs> Justin's trying to say Manitoba and a guy runs into a table right as it happens. <laughs> and he says Manitable. <laughs> and then the next three times he tries to correct himself. Manitable. 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 <laughs> that <many> team. <laughs> but no, it's, it's one of those things. But, um, but no, so so there there'll be one through eight except for we can't play a, a division opponent. So we wouldn't say we're the we're the top team as far as points per game is concerned, which right now we are in the Central Conference. And Peoria comes in at eight. We're both in the playoff, and by seeding we would play them, but we would have to they they would figure something else out to where they would play the two seed or something like that. Um, so so we can't play a divisional opponent until the second round, and we'll stay in the conference until we get to that final four. So. We can't play a division opponent, but we'll play nothing but central conference opponents until we get to the final four, and you've got to play kind of interconference. Yeah. So hopefully home advantage, right? Fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, no, we, uh, we, watched, we watched one of the games last night with Flint Seat Bucks and Oakland. Big I one. mean, all the other conferences aren't exactly as clear-cut as ours, shall we say. Like, yeah. we're still waiting. Because obviously for us, we're trying to prepare, we're trying to plan ahead shall we say about who we might see who we might not see and it's near yeah. on impossible because there's so many games still to be played in these other conferences and there's matchups that will they play each other and it will affect the seat and if they make it or not and I mean I'm sure it'd be it's great for the fans it's much more entertaining <laughs> than the deep north where we've just rock and rolled everyone but um, <laughs> but yeah it's a lot more a lot closer than kind of what we're looking at so yeah, be, it's going it to be is, an interesting one to see kind of how it all plays out over the next week two weeks wild right now the great lakes division uh flint city you mentioned they were kind of a, a perennial power for the last few years we were expecting them to more or less top the division right now they're in third which again would be outside that top two uh and that oakland county loss was a, a 3-1 result that i personally was not expecting um it, for us it seems like good news because that's a team that i would rather not have to play yeah. um if we get to that stage um right now they're three points back of two clubs that are tied right now in first. So that just kind of tells you how close things are. Kalamazoo and AFC and Ann Arbor are on 21 points. Flint City are on 18. All three of them have three matches to play. And AFC still has to play Flint City. So so that kind of points to your point, Adam. Uh, in the Heartland, Chicago FC United, not a super big surprise to see them on top. Uh, but in second, St. Louis Lions and Chicago City are even on 11 matches played and 20 points, so uh, still plenty to play for over there. Caw Valley has a game in hand, and they're on 19, so they're just one point back, uh, I guess, on points per game there there in the driver's seat. Um, but I think there's still a couple of, of matches between those teams to be played. We're far and away ahead, um, so that's not too exciting, and that's good news for us. Uh, Peoria City and Thunder Bay still to decide that uh, second-place spot. Peoria with 21 from 11 and Thunder Bay with 15 from 9. So if they win those two games in hand, they'll both be even on 21 points going into the final match day. And in the Valley Division, another tight one. South Bend Lions and Kings Hammer even on 23 points to top the table with three matches remaining. Fort Wayne also with three left, and they're on 20, so just three points back. So many teams could make it. Awesome. I'm trying to figure stuff out, too. I've got a whole, like, five-page document, and half of my job in the office is figuring out who we might play because um, it'd be helpful to prepare for that uh, for a broadcast standpoint. Yeah, Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo's on top with ASC okay. Ann Arbor in the All Great right. Lakes. Yeah, they're, they're both on 21 points. Decent. Yeah. They are. Yeah. We played them last year, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I remember them from last year, definitely. Roscoe, finishing coach? 
Finishing yeah, goals. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. When, when we're scoring goals, I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah. I, think, I think I did a lot of work with Neville yeah. last week. And when yeah. possession's yeah. lost, yeah. it's up to... Yeah, the def- defensive coach over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can blame those two goals there. Like. Oh, that's Dean, isn't it? The defensive nah, Dean, yeah, right, right. <laughs> so I, I spoke to Eddie a little bit earlier, right? Yep. And I told him that you blokes were on. Okay. He goes, oh, that's going to be a laugh, you know. <laughs> so I'm waiting for it. But he, he did say, he goes, Roscoe, the sports scientist. Oh, yeah. Eddie, oh. Eddie loves my warm-ups, to be fair. Yeah. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie enjoys my warm-ups. Or yeah. Is that before his gym session, after his gym session? Yeah, we do before. We like to do before, yeah. So he's nice and fresh for his gym session. <laughs> Speedo can't miss the gym. <laughs> sports scientist, engineering. Well, I will say Speedo's first, first week back in training, he did, he did a few little matchups with, with Zeron. <laughs> Oh got, God. got bullied <laughs> yeah. say a handful of times so uh, yeah we, me and Spear had to develop a little sports performance there to get him, to get him nice and strong again so. Adam uh, triathlons is this true? Uh, it's, it's, it's in the works I'm going to be honest so in <laughs> April just before like literally two days before I was meant to be here I decided to do a marathon and I did warn Dean I might be late because it may take me two weeks to get back on my legs. <laughs> um, but it was one of those that one of my... Mate, I've seen you having a rub down after a training <laughs> session. Special <laughs> <laughs> sports scientist is <laughs> for it. Um, so one of, my, one of my former players, he's just finished this past year. Uh, I did it with him, the marathon. And he, mess- he called me the other day. He's like, you've seen these Ironmans? I was like, yeah, I have. I'm not doing one of these. He goes, well, yeah, but there's like smaller ones as well. Would you be interested? And I was kind of like, I'm one of those where it's like, if it's going to push me, I'm kind of dang to try it at least. Like, I, I mean, look at me. I look, anyone who said, I mean, these guys gave me enough, like, banter, shall we say, about me running a marathon. Um, so why I've not? Done I've, I've, I've got to take it, take it yeah. to the next yeah. level. Yeah. Take so it to the next level. Push my body and see if it. There's still life in the old dog still. <laughs> Hopefully I don't die. <laughs> like, it's one of those. How's your heart rate? His, you could die oh, right yeah, now doing yeah, this podcast. Right. His heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a it's going through, isn't yeah, it? A couple of health issues over the last few weeks. Ashley's been looking after me. The, boy, the boy's, trying, boy's trying to give it to me because she's been rubbing me shin because I've got cartilage build up in my shin. And I'm, I'm falling apart, but Ashley's... Uh, Shout out to Ashley for keeping us, everyone, not just me, all uh, the boys and everything. She does a great held job. Held together yeah. for sure. Yeah. So. She's, been, she's been doing it for years, yeah. 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 She does a great job. It's a, it's a lot to take care of, you know, so. and the coaching staff. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, what's, a, what's an extra body? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I remember Ashley speaking to us in training one day about the, I, I don't know if, if everyone saw this, but I think it was a Philadelphia Union Max, somewhere in MLS, there was a, uh, a physio, like a trainer, who got sent off, who got a red yeah, card, yeah. Um, I guess for time-wasting. Or no, no, it was a push. And, and I was I able to that, see this. Yeah. Justin and I saw mm-hmm. this. Oh, it, it seemed a little bit – right, and Ashley was, we'll, we'll at, was genuinely disappointed. She was like, I was really hoping I could be the first yeah. to get sent off. I was like, hey, you can be the first in League Two. We, we got to – Gonna be a pioneer club over we're here. We're trying. We're, yeah. we're trying to change our mindset. It could, it could like always. It, the boys. It, it could. It could have been worse than the team doctor running on and Jose Mourinho screaming at him. Oh, you know? well, yeah, <laughs> it could have been. Yeah. Yeah, True. I remember that. True. I saw that in one of the rants that was on there. Well, they said funny things that happened. I don't think that was too funny, but <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, well, I uh, think Ashley's way too nice. I think. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. She won't say no, will she? No. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Des Moines, you guys enjoying it? First time here? First time here, loving it. 
So yeah, so it's, it's hopefully a, we stay a little longer. <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah it's, it's different. You know, I think. I mean, I'm from Oklahoma City, which is obviously not one of the major major cities, but it's grown a lot over the last few years. Um, and it, I, when the boys asked me about Oklahoma City, I kind of described Des Moines as like when I first got to Oklahoma City, 2010. I feel like Des Moines was that. Like you see all this new build, you mm -hmm. see all this new kind of the structures and the like. Like the road system here is insane. Like there's never any traffic. Like I, know, I feel right? like that's they, still shocking. I to feel me. like they this prepared. This is right now. I know. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like <laughs> the roads have been prepared for like yeah. ten years down the line when. There's loads and loads of people here, and it's right. just like, oh, we'll just do the roads yeah. first. It is expanding, so. though. It definitely is. Um, and the radius is what, from downtown Des Moines, is anywhere from 20 to 25, and people complain about traffic. <laughs> yeah. They do? The locals do? They, no, I've heard it. Yeah. it it's, it's, for me, it's, it's wild because, like, I'm from Atlanta, you know, in the southeast where they did not prepare at all. For, like, they, they're not prepared for what it was like 10 years ago, you know, and now it, it just keeps building and building, and... There, there are you know highways with eight lanes and it's still backed up. Yeah. And backed up, I mean like like you can't move. Like they, no one's no one's going anywhere for an hour. You know that's traffic to me, and it, it was, it's shocking to me to just drive in Russia at like five o'clock when like quote everyone is on the road and like you don't get stopped. Like you stop yeah. at the stop sign and that's it. And it's like this is incredible. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's great. Like there, I think it's everything's clean. It's nice. People yeah, it have, is. Friendly. Somewhat friendly, yeah. Generally, Rossi's yeah. Rossi's experienced more of the life lo nightlife than I have at the moment, oh, so I'm sure debatable. he can touch that's on very that. That's very debatable. That's <laughs> very debatable. Yeah, that's very debatable. Oh, Roscoe, <laughs> Adam has one of those little punch cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those Fa so, yeah. Favorite sp favorite spot to go hang out? We won't advertise it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get a little bleeping on this. Yeah. Yeah. There there, so don't see any of the boys out there. Oh uh, yeah, we'll keep we'll keep that quiet for now. Yeah, yeah we'll keep that quiet. Well, we're obviously we're West Des Moines, and there's only one place to be in West Des Moines on any night of the week that we've experienced, which is Shotgun Bay. So that's our kind of spot. Rossi's, yeah, they know, Rossi knows is known by his first name now at the bar by all the barmen. So <laughs> generous tipper, yeah. Yeah, generous <laughs> tipper, really. Isn't it? They probably don't understand him. Never, they could never understand me until they got to know me. But. Gets a little, gets a little rough sometimes, but. Hey. I put on the American accent sometimes when, <laughs> when you're ordering a few drinks. So. How far from Dublin? Uh, about two hours, hour and a half, two hours now. So it used to be a lot longer, but they got new motorways and yeah. all that yeah. stuff. So it's nice and nice and quick now. But yeah, it's, not, it's not a horse and cart anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got cars now. Uh, <laughs> I went on a golfing trip with my brother to Kilkenny. Oh my oh. word, it was. Brilliant spot. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that story off the show. Oh, but it, was, yeah. it, was, <laughs> it was fantastic. You know, the, the, the lads, when they've been in here, they've, they've, they've spoken about how great the coaching staff are. And I basically said, you're looking for playing time. But, you know, they, they're enjoying it. They're enjoying it because... How much they pay to say the, the, <laughs> yeah, the banter. You know, when it's time to, you know, banter with the players and there's no cut off and distance from the players but the banter and then when it's business it's business at the end of the day and I think they all understand that you know uh, they, they all sp the guys we've had in here especially Elliot you know should we mention his name a few times like uh, you did that we kind of we agreed that we weren't going to give him any more airtime because he spoke about <laughs> himself enough the last two times he's been on so yeah yeah that, <laughs> he loves it yeah. uh, and Speedo we couldn't keep quiet I mean he was on and on clicker for him yeah. his words that's true that's yeah. true yeah, and Kraft Kraft was a serious one but he gave us some really good insight into his pathway um, yep. you know and he's still young uh, but his pathway through the USL championship 
MLS, you know, just just his experiences, which was <coughs> very interesting because there's a lot of young aspiring kids out here that want to go to the top and they just don't know what it's really like, you know, yeah. and, and you guys have experienced it as well. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's why I like having people like Riley and Lance, especially Lance, because he's kind of done it. And it's, it's for us, it's sometimes difficult to remember that Riley is still quite young because he does have a very good, strong resume already, mm. even at his age. Um, and like you said, it's, it's tough and it is difficult. And we've obviously been in academies and everything like that. And it's difficult because when things happen and obviously these guys are in a great opportunity much better opportunity playing wise than than we ever did uh to go on and kick on in their careers and things like that and it's tough when you hear them talk about the knockbacks and things like that and kind of you've been there done that and it's it's tough because obviously my dad when it happened to me just basically said so like get on with it you know and yeah. for us it's it's difficult because we send these boys on trials and if they come back and they're disappointed that they didn't get a contract offer and it's tough to kind of be like, oh, it's okay. And it's kind of like, all right, like crack on then. Let's, let's get going. And it's it's kind of, I know t in today's world, that's a little bit old fashioned because it's more of the the tough love. And I'm sure there's some coaches going to listen to this. Oh, these guys, you've got to put your arm around everyone. And unfortunately, that's just not, it's not the game. You know, the game is a business. The game is for, for people like us, we want to win. Obviously, we have this debate in the in the apartment all the time. It's kind of like, what do we do? What's best for the player? Do we do what's best for the team? And kind of when we say the team, like careers and even like mm -hmm. our careers, you know, like we're trying to promote yeah. ourselves yeah, and of get to the next level and get as high as we can. And we're losing boys to USL one teams, and they're going on trial, and it's like. Oh, but then for us, it's kind of like we can't hold them back, you know, because we can't. We yeah. know what we are, and we know who we are, and that's kind of our job at the moment and unfortunately the so but you do attract the best players though because they know the men are so renowned for sending off players so all the yeah. best players want to come here and play oh and which is a gift and a curse sometimes yeah, yeah. A massive you got pick an 11 and yeah, i tell you who the biggest curse is is dean <laughs> we've almost described him as an agent it's going to hurt me to say it but the contacts that he has for these boys to send them on is is ridiculous at the moment. And it's brilliant. Kind of, so we're we're trying to plan sessions, and he's coming in the morning. And he's like, "Hey, uh, so and so's not going to be here today." And we're like, "Why? Oh, he's mm. going on trial. What are you talking about? He's going on trial." Yeah, like, yeah. And it's like, "Oh yeah, we got sorted." And it's like, so he kills us because we're trying to change sessions every week and everything like that. It, he kills us, but obviously it keeps us on his toes, and he's but, just doing. But it's good. I mean, you just put in the next player, and you know, obviously you want to always go out with your best 11 yeah. um, but that's also hard with the the overloads of training and then the games on the weekends um, you know obviously you'll probably go out with your strongest 11 this weekend um, or rotate players yeah. and I think I, from what I've seen and I'll agree um, with da Danny as well because I've seen it is that games where players have come off the bench they've performed the, the 18 in the roster it's you know it's it's strong and I was looking. I was looking at it the other day. Mon a table, mon a table. <laughs> but when uh, I look across and they got that 37-year-old that's played in Serie A for Juventus, and he didn't come into the game at all, yeah. you know. But you, I don't know. It's it's it's. I I just look at it where the, the menace is an organisation that's thriving, and then obviously going into uh, what is it now? 2024, the championship, right? You know, so. 
uh, that's going to be a major attraction, you know, yep. most definitely. Yep, it would be great sure. to have you guys back. Yeah, that's for sure, you know. Well, we'll see what oh. Dean, Dean wants. He may have had enough. <laughs> <by the end laughs> <of that. laughs> but it's a great organization. I mean, I know they've always treated the staff well. Um, with the digs you stay in, I mean, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's immaculate. It feels it? like you're, you're already there at that, that yeah. next level. Yeah. Um, so it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, for me, coming from where I'm coming from, um, not so much for Rossi because the school leaves that is absolutely loaded, so he gets whatever he wants. But um, coming from where I'm no coming from, he's spending, you know, he's able to tip so much. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> On the big bucks, um, it's amazing, you know, and it's it's tough because we've got boys that have been a little bit cotton wooled through their careers. Maybe uh, they get treated well at their colleges, and it's kind of we've brought this. I don't know what the word would be, kind of the attitude, like my attitude, how I do things, how I communicate, how I talk to them, is coming from dealing with, from coming from nothing, effectively. Right, right, yeah. you know? It's a bit more blue yeah. collar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very much blue so. Collar. And I think the first kind of week, two weeks, even I think some of the things we say now still shocks <laughs> a couple of them. But I think it took it's a little bit of time to realize um, that this, that's kind of how we are. And I mean, it's, I think it's benefited us because some of the tackles that we're making. The, I mean, you saw mm. it after the game on yep. um, Saturday. You know, I, we, we told the boys that we... You were right in the middle of it. Pulling them back, were you? Is that but yeah, you? I was pulling them back, I promise. <laughs> yeah. um, but having that kind of attitude that is like they're celebrating a tie against us, but instead of being like, oh, we're disappointed that we tied, stick up for yourself. Mm. And... Some people call it bullying, but I think we just say it's winning, you know. I mean, we right. want to win yeah. every game, and if we don't, that's the standards we set. I mean, you guys both have been at practices, and everything's competition-based. Everything's, if you don't work, Rossi's going to call you names. But that's the day before yes. training as well. I haven't, yeah. been down, I haven't been down during the week, which January, I need to, because yeah. I, I want to see that competitiveness in the players as well. So just before, train, before the game, I see it, you know. Yeah. It, it's highly, and players are having a go at each other because the standards, the expectation is, yeah, not, ah, that's okay. You can misplace a pass. No, it's not good enough, yeah. you know. So you see, like, Thunder Bay probably won't be the only team we'll play against going forward that are going to play that type of way, sit back in, and, and you got to have a little something else about you. Otherwise, those teams can just come in, kick you for 90 minutes, and you're either going to fall over and, and take it, and they get the better of you, or you can show a bit of fight and show that there's, more than one way to that what we're about here where it's just a pretty football but if you want to play that way then we can mix it up as well so right right and, and, and that just goes to show even when you look at high level even MLS Premier League in Europe the top clubs they fight yeah. you know and like like you said a 2-2 draw isn't good enough no. you know when you look at the top teams against Maybe a mid-table team like my Aston Villa's my team. So, you know. Oh, so sorry. sorry to hear that. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, man. Hey, it's so better than my club. I'm a Watford supporter, so we're not oh, even... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yo-yo team. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it, 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 you see it's not good enough. And the players, I always go back to players like Roy Keane. You know, how yeah. Keane was and how Samani, you know. Yeah. I mean, he was, you know, one of the best out there. He had to be, as far as leadership, you know. He didn't take crap at no. the end of the day you know, and that's why that United team was so successful like I mean let's be honest I love Beckham but like you aren't going to go around yeah. starting fights and that or 
maybe holding himself to that standard every day, but Keane no, just dragged I, other fellas no, along with him. It's, it's been a battle, hasn't it? I mean, Rossi, when we first got the boys, it's been a real battle to kind of get that attitude out of them. Um, but we've we've started to see some some leaders, some more understanding in the game. I know, like on Saturday, we were missing we were missing Luca. Yep, um, which was a, a huge loss. He, he wants to be referred as the Bosnian butcher right now, just to let everyone know. So <laughs> the, Bos- the, Bosnian the Bosnian butcher. That's fantastic. Um, love it. It, that's I love what he that. wants to yeah. be called. Uh, but it, like he's six yellow cards. I think he's played in eight games and he's got six yellows just because he, he wants to win. And in in the moments, I give him I give him a little bit of chat because obviously he's always out of position. Why? He has to get booked so much. Um, right. But I say so he's not quick enough. He can't yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely not quick wow. enough. Um, but he'll stop it. You know, he'll stop the game there because he has no idea what's going on behind him. So he'll stop it. And then we can get set up. And it's kind of, it's so easy. And it's, it's so easy for these boys because they get coached and coached and coached and coached and drilled and drilled to kind of become these robots when they get into the game. And it's like they don't think... Think about for the games, you know, yeah. and it's kind of like for us, we, we tell them like we'll, we'll do certain things which are like non-negotiable, but most of it's on you guys, you know. Just and it's, it, it's it, been a real battle trying to get these boys to kind of think for themselves and do things that because they're all. I mean, like you said, it, we've got unbelievable players from number one, and mm-hmm. we had 28 boys at training today, and one through 28 is, would get into any team in the country, you know. And it's kind of like get with that much talent and being able to kind of get the talent out of them yes sometimes it's difficult you know and i mean we've seen it there's certain boys that we're button heads with every week we want you to do this and they they go back to their old ways and then you sit down with them i want you to do this they do it for two weeks back to the old ways yeah. just uh, but it's so just it's, bad habits that yeah. they've had and but it's even tough because they honestly get on so well as well with each other too that when it comes to training they don't want to kick their mate or yeah. something like that and it's trying to competing exactly but kind of this is what we need to see on a saturday don't worry about monday tuesday wednesday thursday as soon as train's over you can go back to being mates and kind of differentiating between the the two and obviously it's different from college because you can have younger fellas there and it's different and there's more traditions and you have to do certain things but this is path to pro like you're trying to go be a professional and this is what you have to do during the week to be good on a saturday and doesn't matter if it's your roommate right now or you're sharing a bed with him or whatever. You have to go kick him if he's going by you in training. So it's yeah. it was kind of a little tough just because they got on so well. But um, I think they've they're buying into it. Yeah, and I mean some of the tackles that we see now in training, would most so teams would be pencil horror, pencil tackles. Whereas we're kind of we're <laughs> celebrating it, and I, it's kind of one of those where trying to prepare them as well for the next level because these guys that go in, especially the younger guys, they'll go into teams. And let's say there's a, a guy who's in his 30s, early 30s, and he's he's basically fighting right now for a one-year contract at the end of the year, and he's trying to put food on his table. He's got two young kids, a wife, house, and all this stuff. And he's, I mean, if you're going in there, I can tell you right now, he ain't going to be nice to you because you're basically no. going to affect his livelihood, possibly. Yep. You know, because yep. if you're in, a, especially if you're in the same position as him, um, and obviously, like I said, times have changed. I mean for kind of us personally when we were trying to get into first teams and everything like that it was the same thing you know and I don't think times have changed that much that people are going to be like oh here's my shirt you start yeah. oh oh no way it's that, not going to happen no, so no, I think kind of having this bite in training having the bite in games and things like that I think is so important because 
although there's a lot of the old old fashioned stuff that's gone out of the game it's still at the end of the day certain things that are kind of you, you do them and you'll always be successful and I think it's kind of one of the getting these boys into that mentality that you've got to win every single day even if it's a stupid little pinny game that Rossi does with you yeah. like you have to yeah. win no matter what everything's what competitive sort of thing. and I think some of them are getting it some of them kind of came happily and I think a couple have been kind of kicking and screaming um, and it was one of those where you either buy in and get on board with what's going on or you are left behind and you'll leave to another team which right, we've right. obviously we've seen okay. that you've as well it, you've know, so. and that's going to happen I mean w without mentioning names have you had some tough conversations with players at all throughout the year uh, I think I think every day is a tough conversation mm. because there's always someone continuous feedback yeah, evaluating yeah. why I'm not playing and I think for us we try and be as honest as we can with them yeah you have to um, yeah. some of them are come to you and say why am I not playing and you give them an honest answer and I think they sometimes think like ouch I wasn't wanting, I wasn't that, wanting yeah. an honest answer <laughs> I just wanted you to tell me kind of good next am, week yeah. or something yeah. like that and you're telling them this is why you're not playing and like ooh that, that hurt a little yeah. bit but I think <laughs> it's got to happen and there's there has been conversations that I had luckily for me and Rossi we kind of we get the the shoulder to cry on approach from the boys because obviously Dean's realistically the one who's got to be the nasty guy yep. Um, yep. and I think some of them at the beginning go to Dean, get a horrible conversation, come to us, get the same conversation. Mm -hmm. And then they realize that ah, there isn't any shoulders to cry. And I've even got to kind of <laughs> but, get on with but it. But players go, do that. Oh, 100%. You yeah. know, they, they'll go to one coach and they get that answer. The other one is the same answer, you know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I just, I also remember from, I remember from my day, I came back from injury and I went up with a Scottish guy, Billy, uh, not Billy, uh, Dave Forsyth. I went up to him and I said, hey, uh, Gaff, how come I'm not playing? He goes, you're too fat. You need to lose weight. <laughs> Straight up. Can you imagine sure. saying that today? You couldn't say that today. Well, you know? I've, I've been trying to get in the squad for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dean said the same thing to me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just the approach is different, you know, and uh, it's, how it's how it's articulated. But... I mean, it's a different world now, isn't it? You know, yeah. you talk about that. Those situations where, you know, when I first came here, I'll give you an idea, and I was coaching you soccer, and the DOC at the time said, hey, you know, 11s, 12s, it's not, it's not about winning, you know? It's about the development, and they want to have fun. It's about fun. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, I, I've never dealt with that before, and it's... I look at it like if in, in the youth game, if you develop players with standards expectations, you'll develop them to win eventually. You know, and I just, if you hold a high standard, that's what's going to happen. You know, but I, look, looking at your, your situation with players in and out, something you've got to deal with throughout the year until, until that time, you, in a championship team or a pro team where you deal with the transfers yourself and what it, whichever players you have yep. you can buy and sell and so forth you know um, but I don't know I, th I, th I think it's quite nice and we're talking about it every time he's got his his car system up there it's brilliant helps me out a lot you know but <laughs> he's got all the cards maybe you can tell the guys uh danny about all those cards and everything ah, i mean you already not, have it's not as special as you make it out to be but uh special I, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but it, it, essentially it's um I, I go on canva um which is just like a little like designer tool for people who don't know how to use real designer tools like myself um it's really simple it just makes it easy to use and so i, I go and make these little like cards um, and they've got, you know, player numbers and, and identities and, like, where they're from. It's all the stuff that you expect a commentator to just know off their memory. I don't know any of that stuff. I just – I mean, I do, but, you know, to kind of back me up, you know, I've got – and I'll build out the formation. So, like, if, it's, if this is a table in the press box that we're using, I'll have it built out, you know, so Grant will yeah. be there, and then you'll have the three in the back line. and So, so you kind of know, That's you know, when you see something on the pitch, like, it's oh, it's in the left flank. You like, guys are on there as well. That's probably yeah. – right? <laughs> You're not. I wish. I might have to, I might have to add that. Now. I I might need that. I am so bad. Well, it's mates. it's really helpful. <laughs> I, I don't know where you'd put it on the on the touchline. I won't say, I won't say any names, but Kay still got a few players names wrong. No, they're not here anymore. <laughs> but they're <laughs> he's still in the apartment. <laughs> you, you could do that with tape. Just move it around on your board. You know, like that's that, true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I've but no, it's before, it's yeah. it's super helpful for me because especially when you're at that distance, sometimes you can't see the number or you know some of the guys look alike and and you think it's one guy and it's another guy. But when you've got it, you know laid out by formation it's super helpful it just it's that added security of knowing who you're talking about because that's the worst thing as a commentator is to like say the wrong name which yeah. i've done before and i've done it here I've said it all the you, time. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are up there though oh, aren't you? uh, you're not like yeah pit, like level with us sure Boy, we're yeah we're pretty high yeah. but we have a yeah. monitor and everything here that's true but i i i know danny will sit and what i sometimes stand because i like to see what's analyze and yeah, see what's going on, on and different movements of players and where the overloads are, wide areas, half space, and the movement of players and that. Um, I, li I like to see that piece of it because you don't, the viewers don't see it on oh the screen. Yeah. Might so find myself a sport analyst. Yeah, there you go. Just has just signed himself up for a new job. I think. Actually, I've got a game coming up with New Harford just now. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounded like you're on television. I actually so. went in and listened. Well, you've got to like, explain I, this now for for the listeners who weren't privy to that conversation. Uh, <laughs> when when the gaffer called me up last right, week, to yeah. get, right? You boys, what? I, I just, so you're cheating on us. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, a different team. Yeah, it was New Hartford and uh, Switchbacks, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Hartford Athletic. I, I, I remember this vividly, and I probably will for a long time. The, the we're talking about it. We're filming a commercial uh, for a, a local uh, uh, restaurant that's here, and and so we're all in there and we're kind of chatting. And I don't know how it came up, but uh, we were talking about commentary and and the fact that they're like, oh, did you hear Justin? Uh, on the USL Championship broadcast the other day, and I said, no, I didn't even know he did USL Championship. I, I, I was, I was going to call you, and they're like, no, let's the call him. The ones sure. are the ones you must watch out for. <laughs> <laughs> right you are, right you are. But, I mean, they're, they're playing me this commentary from, like, ESPN+. Plus, uh, and, and they're like, it's got to be him. And I'm like, it sounds like him, but I don't think that's him. Like, there's, there's no way. Like, there's, there were a couple little things. Like, it was a South African guy, so, like, yeah. the general accent yeah, was, was similar. Yeah. But I was like, I, it doesn't fully sound like it's Justin. I wasn't convinced, and so... He said uh, that fellow made too many mistakes. It could never be Justin. <laughs> right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's what he actually right, said. No, he that's got the right. pronunciations right. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that might have been what he actually said. Yeah. <laughs> he said Degli Nucenti. <laughs> but no, uh, it, that's I'll a tough one. I'll tell you one. what. That's there's a tough some one. tough ones out there. But there, there yeah, are. Yeah, he's not the only one. But so, so uh, Dean ended up calling you up, and, and sure yeah. enough, that's... That's where we were. And, and he's like, tell me right now, like, where, <laughs> were you on the Hartford versus Colorado match? And it turned out that you weren't. But no, 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 I wasn't. I you should be. I could, yeah, these guys. I still don't believe it. Adam's not convinced. Keeping, well. keeping the secrets, you know. But right. yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a great system and it's easy uh, to work with. 
<coughs> compared to the past, you know, I mean, it was just lineups and you get rosters, you know, USL League 2. I knew the Manus roster, but then you get the opponent, they give you 24 names. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, all right, who, and you're trying to figure Who's stuff playing, out, yeah. you know. So it's always nice to know the opponents. Um, but that was, it was well organized going into the playoffs, the national championship when Portland came in. I was able to call up their media liaisons lady and, you know, she was listening in on games and they had watch parties. And then I get a text from her going, such and such a player pronunciation, you know, like yeah. that. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay, <laughs> cheers. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> but not, not too bad. Right. City Rovers. That, that's a massive rivalry there. Adam, it is. Yeah. It, it doesn't. Gonna... It doesn't happen very often because obviously Rovers are so low down the yep. leagues, and yep. City obviously oh. live in the championship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you say live, it's not necessarily <laughs> that secure. Hey, the, it's a, not like they're in the top ten every season. Nah, Come on, we're man. we're a little bit close every year, but yeah. we're there. We we stick around, and that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that was my first ever game was a City Rovers game. Really? Wow, got took by my granddad. Um, down there and down to the gate and he's kind of oh Ashton Gate for those mm-hmm. who don't know what the gate yeah, is. Yeah. Um it was like that was my first kind of experience. Probably not the nicest game to be taken to. <laughs> you certainly as a young boy you certainly learn a lot of new words. Um right. from middle aged blokes who've had a couple of too many before the game sort of thing on a Saturday. I, I learned some at Upton Park, the old Upton Park from twelve year old boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably but nowadays yeah you probably oh, you was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's a big rivalry, and like I said, growing up playing for Rovers, and they obviously being a city supporter, dad's a city supporter, and it was always tough because trying to play put on the Rovers kit every weekend, it was outrageous. Yeah, did you get a stick for it? Uh, all the time, yeah, yeah, yeah all the time, yeah. But they always supported you, though. I mean, you're playing football. Uh, well, did they? No, did they, they didn't. sometimes. Yeah, my oh. granddad. Uh, there was a, uh, in the early years, my granddad refused to come watch. Which you're joking? <laughs> no, huh? that was, no, I believe that's that, passionate. That, that, was a little, yeah. that was a bit of a hard one, but he kind of he finally came round and said, oh, "I'll come and watch." He did wear his city stuff. For him <laughs> yeah, watch, but oh my word. See, now I'm trying to think like if my younger brother, because my younger brother is a much better player than I ever was. I don't know if he'll he'll play at. Uh, you know, at a college level or anything, but I'm I'm, I'm Atlanta United supporter. Um, like that's we've been. It's you know like a young club, I mean, not yep. a whole lot of history, but for me, like we've been season ticket holders since before they had started playing a match. You know, so for like that's been like our whole family is you know, Atlanta United, and Orlando City is our big rival. Um, which is funny because that's where uh, Riley's played in the yep. past. Didn't get to give him quite as much stick as I as I would have liked to, but. Um, I'm just trying to imagine my younger brother like putting on a purple shirt and playing for Orlando City like. That'd be difficult. I mean, there's there's pictures of like John Terry. So John Terry, right. yeah. like, is it dad or? Is oh, in the stands. In the stands. I yeah. saw that. They're yeah. West Ham yeah, yeah, fans. Yeah. Giving him and one. And they're giving him yeah. giving him a couple of pieces yeah. in the stands, yeah. and he's obviously just scored and like he's celebrating. And his, his own dad's yeah. kind of giving it to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> saw that. I re- yeah. Those affiliations run deep, man. Those, I mean, it's it's more than just supporting a team, especially in England and especially in soccer in general. A lot of American sports fans who I try to talk to, like, they don't understand it. And they've not come to a match. They haven't seen, like, what a supporter section genuinely looks like. Yeah. And they don't see the pubs around mm-hmm. town. Like, they don't, they don't see, like, just the – it's so ingrained. Like, it's not part of the culture. Like, it is the culture. Like, that's, that's your identity sometimes more than, like – things that you would expect in America to be like, like politics or, or like, like yeah. even like religion. Like it's, it is how you identify yourself. That's just, that, that's how much the club means. Yeah. It, 
I remember going to my first, when I first came here, I went to, I think it was a baseball game. I, I was went to a baseball game. It was a major league game. And I went, went in there and I'm like, hang on one second, what's going on here? Why are the fans sitting next to each other? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and I, I, I was like, wow, okay, they're having a pint next to each other and all of that. And then I'm like, this wouldn't happen at home, yeah. you know? They'll be battering each other. Yeah. Uh, in a way, it's a fa great family atmosphere here. And I know it's changed a lot in the UK compared to, uh, depending on the rivalry, though. But it's, it's sure. changed a lot where there's more kids, and women and children. Yeah, going I mean, there's like families family and sections yeah. and everything that yeah. all these clubs have. And it's, it's, I mean, that's the one thing that is like, I've enjoyed about kind of the Des Moines fans is they actually do have a genuine kind of like love for the club which yeah, yeah they do you go yeah. other places and there's people that will come and watch but like uh, there's people that will come and talk to us whether we're out about and things like that and oh, especially PC saw the other day they just did on Twitter where he said he's been coming here he played or he was a referee when they first started and yeah it was really good to see they've been fans for that long yeah yeah the um, Society of Des Moines yeah, um, yeah Chris yeah. Marshall and I, I always pop in like before I go up to the booth, I'll just stop at the church parking lot and have a laugh with them. But they're there at four o'clock on the, and they always, every time I go, would you like a pint? I'm like, no, I've got to go work. You know? <laughs> and um, yeah, but the, uh, chatting to them last week, they follow, they'll go, they'll travel yeah. and watch the games. They traveling, they'll go watch Minnesota United and, and stuff. They, I mean, they're just all, uh, all over the place just meeting people. They're telling me stories, but they watch other USL games yeah. in, in, the, in the deep north and they'll watch other conferences. So they even go, like, I mean, they're so into it. They, they love the game and I think, I think it's brilliant, which means the fan base is only going to improve right. by, you know, over the years, you know, most definitely. So... I mean, I think that's that's brilliant for Des Moines. I think the new location is going to be great. Oh, um, yeah, the the plans that we've seen is just look unbelievable. Like and that area, you know, just <laughs> what the stadium looks like and what, the bars and restaurants that are close by, you know. And I think the fan base, when you look all over the world, that's what they they want. I know Valley Stadium, we can't because it's a, a, a Des Moines school district, so or West Des Moines school district, so it's difficult to do that. But I mean, we. Talking about the fans, yep, they're, they're loving it. They're, they're having fun. I mean, I talk to them all the time. They, they, they love the after-the-game stuff. Yeah. Uh, the celebrating and, and all of that. I think that's fantastic. And the fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you haven't uh, been offered a job as a doorman somewhere. I, I, I've still got too much hair to be a doorman, I think. <laughs> when, I, when I first had a cut, I might have had a couple of offers. Peacemaker, more like it. Yeah, I... Yeah, I was definitely. Yeah, I didn't. I yeah, didn't say didn't. anything. I made sure our boys were back. And Who's the best dressed now <laughs> out of the coaching staff? Best dressed. When you go out for your little. Yeah. Oh, when we go out? Yeah. I was going to like. Well, best dressed for coach is definitely me because I just oh, look. I look go. great in gear. Here you just, do, yeah, yeah. Like, give me gear and I look great in it. It's just one of the rules. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anything. D I'll tell you what, D Dino. He's got a couple of questionable, couple of fits. He goes yeah. out. He thinks he hasn't quite identified what he is yet. I don't know if he's 
hipster or modern. I think. I think Dean looks great. I think it's all on you. I think you're the it's bottom of the pile right it's there. Is that right, Dean? <laughs> Getting <a> promotion. <laughs> wow. What about Ro- Roscoe? Is he uh, oh, top of the list? Top, top, top of the list. list. Top of the list. Top of the list. It's not a hard list, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> he's not competing with much. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Next time you'll come up in a Gaelic outfit or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Most of the time we just go. We dress like this. To be honest, we don't really. We haven't it's, gone. It's we too, haven't gone out, too, out. Shall we say? Yeah, yeah, but it was, it's too it hot. Man. Everybody yeah, really yeah. Yeah. popped out a little bit. For it, was, sure. it was. It was quite interesting talking to the lads about the best dress stuff. You know, and Elliot quite fancied himself on oh, there. Of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, though, I've seen a couple of them on like the Instagrams and everything. Shocking. For us, maybe this is we're showing our age here, but some of the things they wear shocking. are shocking. It's shocking <laughs> today, isn't it? No. Some of them look homeless. Oh my. <laughs> I'm telling you, some of them. Right, like, now they, we need names. Uh, they they dress as if no like they'll probably know who it is. Like <laughs> they they wear these scruffy trainers and imagine paying money for some with holes in. Yeah, it. and they'll they'll come up to they'll have a t-shirt with holes and we'll be like, oh, oh, that was a four hundred dollar top, and I'm like, it would have been four hundred fifty. I was if it was a complete shirt. No, like, it's outrageous. Um, so yeah, so but I think that's just us showing our age. To be honest, I think. Yeah, we're, sometimes you we're st- yeah, yeah, we're still a little bit more the old-fashioned, looking good, you know. Yeah. We just, I, you, Justin, you've seen us on the like, it's 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 fantastic. I must say, Carmen Collective is uh, what I'd say. You know, you, you guys are just no pressure, yeah. just sitting there. When you have it, you have it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah working to it. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know the cameras around, so I have to relax a little bit. You know, yeah, we're trying sure to get a camera. We're trying to get a camera on your side of the field. You don't want a camera yeah, on our side. Of the field. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we do. <laughs> no, I feel terrible because obviously I completely forget that we have the 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 youngins over there doing the balls and everything. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. And I completely forget about them and. I sometimes have to catch myself what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you know, I was uh, <coughs> uh, Neville Morgan, Morgan Neville, um, that cracking goal. I didn't realize that he had had a knock earlier because, uh, I, I, yeah, I was, you know, we don't get that information. Oh, you really? know, yeah, he was carrying a knock, right? When he was taking I thought, off. I mean, for us, we could tell straight away that he was carrying something the way he was moving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looked very stiff, but. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting because we don't we don't nobody relays that information to us. Yeah. We try to watch yeah. watch players. I saw him; he was crouching. I mean, he, after his goal, the individual, the Calypso King, jeez, after that goal, I mean, he was thriving. He was starting to go, but then I I saw him crouching down for a bit. Yeah, I, I see yeah. I see he fatigued himself with all that dancing he did. Oh, he's a bit excessive. That's what we said because at halftime, like Ashley was kind of giving him a little. Got a bit of treatment. Yeah. And he was, oh, I'm struggling. We're like, all right, we'll get, get out there. Give us 10 minutes to see how you feel. He goes and does what he does. Like a bit of individual brilliance. Exactly. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, exactly, exactly what we did in training. Yeah. Exactly what we did in training. From that an acute angle as well. Yeah. With the finishing coach. Yeah. With the, <laughs> with the fin- <laughs> um, And then he's he's dancing after the goal. And we're like, oh, he's. That's like, why he injured He just needed a little bit of an adrenaline rush. And he'll be good to go. And then. Literally, the next time the ball goes out of play, he's on his hands and he's like breathing heavy. Like, yeah, get me off, get me off. <laughs> we, we said to him as he came off, we're like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, oh, I feel it, I feel it. We're like, well, you didn't feel it 30 seconds ago when you put the ball in the back of there and you and Z are trying to dance and everything Adrenaline, else. isn't it? I guess yeah. so. So, But yeah, that was amazing. It was more surprised, I think, even on Neville's part that 
He put it in. Yeah, yeah. Usually that's going over the uh, changing rooms. To be honest, it's, maybe we maybe we miss it. I've watched it a few times, but it's just had the keeper wrong foot and it just rolled into the far corner. Uh, know, we so. said on the sideline, we didn't even know if it hit the back of the net at one point. <laughs> it just yeah. rolled over the line. But yeah, that was. I mean, we we watched that in film this morning, and we watched kind of the build up and everything. And, and I mean, like we said about attracting kind of the best players. I mean, yeah. When you've got players that are the quality, they do things like that and it's, yeah. it's impressive you know and I, I, I think the best thing was he was burning them down the sideline all game yeah. and I was like alright I'll leave him come yeah. inside this one time and then yeah, he he absolutely he did he tore that guy apart in the that's two side. three matches too because yeah, he did the same thing in Manitoba they're, yeah. they're, they're um, 11 I think well they're 7 on the right winger he was playing uh, more man on man, and the ball was played in between him every single time. He wasn't tucked in, so the pressing moments, yeah. he was he, he was out of position. They made that change where um, the experienced player came in jersey number two, yeah. and I noticed how he would drop down, drop a little bit deeper to and take care of that. He's a more proper wing then, back as well. And then all of a sudden, he was gone inside. Yeah, you know? um, just yeah, just the difference, you know. And, I mean, I, I'm excited about for this weekend coming up. Um, uh, I think now pressure, now the division is taken care of. I think it's bam, right? Let's go out and play, play with a bit of freedom. The guys just enjoy it, you know? Yeah. I think that would be key for them, you know? But be, be I, nice think, <laughs> I think you guys, you guys are doing a great job. I mean, you're unbeaten, so... Yeah, we plan on keeping it that way. Keep, keep it that way. Um, keep drilling it into the boys that kind of just never settle for anything. And it kind of it sometimes takes away from the, I don't good, know, parts. Like the good parts of winning. Because yeah. you're always kind of like, Moving maybe not so much one. for the boys, but certainly for us. Like, we win and then it's like, right, well, next. You know, yes. right. it sometimes takes away from that's the excitement. What, what was the, expected of you. So yeah, it's, it's it that's next, just right. kind of the expectations. So... Like you said, there's a little bit less pressure on the boys. Now it's kind of yeah. secured, but I, I mean, if you watch training this morning, there's yeah. we still we're not letting them kind of. It's expectations. Obviously, now the expectations win the the regular national regular season, secure the number one spot in the region. Yeah. So, uh, still a lot to play for. A lot to play for. They're aware. They're aware of so. And you know, before before we kick off, um, but you know, we were talking about players that have come out here they've been stars in college starting every game but here they're not even in the a team <laughs> and i and i think it, one is detriment to the program and how good how, what a high quality program it is but if i was that player i wouldn't want to go and play for a team that's finishing bottom where i could stay here and train over the summer you get so much better and get better with the players that i'm playing with in the coaching and and you name it but it, you'll go back with a, a higher standard about yourself and you can take that to your college. And I, I, I think that's what a lot of players miss because, yeah, I want to play, but you're looking at the season, you, you want to be a part of that 28-player squad or something like that. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. 100%. I mean, there's only, there's very few people who win a conference title. There's very few people that kind of get into playoffs and everything like that. And I think it's, even if you can associate yourself, I mean, we, we've had, this this season alone, like boys who if they'd stuck out just a week, mm -hmm. even like two or three more days, they'd have been given an opportunity because of injuries, because of rotations and everything right. like that. Turned away and 
it, someone has taken the opportunity you know like Eddie Speed for example is a prime example we yeah. absolutely love Speed one of the greatest human beings that we've we've met the energy he brings the laughter he brings he, he laughs at himself he laughs at everyone else he's, he's <laughs> fantastic cup of tea. he yeah. makes a great cup of tea <laughs> um, didn't stop yeah but he's not a bad DJ either he, yeah. well we haven't we're still waiting for his uh, set at Shags at the moment so uh -huh. we're, uh -huh. we're still waiting um, but it for him for example he's been in and out but every time he's in he's so invested which is probably as players you know that's one of the hardest things to have done and which is like a, it's such a kind of strong trait of his and he kind of has he's prime example he stuck it out he stuck it out been given opportunities and he always tells us how he scores headers outside 18 yard boxes and <laughs> things like that he don't don't let us yeah. forget ever but it's similar to a couple of boys you know we've got boys right now in the squad that didn't start straight away who've kind of built built themselves into the squad because of how they've trained how they've behaved and everything like that and it's, we try and tell them every day like if you're outperforming <coughs> everyone else we're not we don't have favourites we don't care who you are who, where you've come from what you've done in your career if you're not performing you're not performing and you'll get an opportunity sort of thing and it's, it's part of, like you said it's a tough part of the game tough part of the game and I 100% agree with that a lot of kids when they college kids when they come out they don't stick it out yeah because they'll get better over two three weeks or get better once they raise their expectations and they'll get the chance but they're not patient enough they oh, I need to be in I need to play but I just it, it, it's a mentality nowadays and it it's hard to change but the, the ones that do stay for example you know speedo like you said he comes in and he'll create something over a few minutes and that yeah and we don't know how he does it but he does create things crazy legs isn't it? So i know i know all, all from the gym but yeah we're probably gonna have to close out here just uh a quick one, Roscoe, a memorable moment in your career as a player or coach? Um, players probably make my League of Ireland debut uh, at Warford United when I was 17, I think, maybe going on 18 and scored on my debut. Started scoring, got team of the week and two of those three things never happened again. Never scored, got team of the week again. <laughs> but um, No, it was brilliant. It was a similar thing to Adam, maybe not as on a bigger scale with Warford in the League of Ireland, but going to games when I was 7, 8, 9, 10 and um, because of a few financial issues with, with the club they got relegated and players couldn't sign the level of player they wanted a lot of young fellas got a chance and thankfully I was one of them and was able to take my opportunity for two years before coming out here so that's that's my big memorable, memorable moment Fantastic you know there's always one isn't there Adam Kay? Uh, I think my similar to Rossi kind of signing contract and everything like that although <laughs> didn't last very long <laughs> but just to kind of sign it and things like that was obviously yeah. exciting the eligibility centre is probably having an absolute fit right now listening to that but <laughs> that's what it is and my career my career's over and and it, so when I first came out of here NAI didn't mm. actually have and a I, yeah, I've coached so my first coached NAI, yeah. my first clearing house was basically me going into a room with a I don't know if it was an NAI rep and the coach just telling me say no to everything so I walk in did you do this no did you do that? No. Did you do this? No. Cleared for you. Guy, <laughs> run out the door. <laughs> out the door. Um, but yeah, I think think that and like like Rossi said, playing playing at that level, obviously coming out here mm -hmm. uh, was obviously a, is a great experience. I think for anyone, you know, um, just because of the the memories. I mean, I've still got boys that I played with who I they've been in my weddings. I've been mm -hmm. in their weddings. Yeah. Done speeches at their weddings. Like that level of kind of friendships are just 
I think my I don't know. It's hard, isn't it? Putting one. Yeah. One, I think yeah. just everything. You know, I, I know, just enjoyed. Yeah. Enjoyed my my life, my career, which the sports kind of. Unfortunately, it sounds sad, but my life is because of this, the game. So you sound like Elliot now, mate. <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But you enjoy what you're doing, and the, your energy and training, from what I've seen, is just it rubs off on the players. You yeah, can see that. some say it's energy. <laughs> <laughs> so certain. The energy. players might not call it energy. Players might call yeah. it something else. So <laughs> I, I appreciate you saying I, it's energy. <laughs> I, I was expecting just a, a little more from the, you know come back from last week and that but you guys have been absolutely awesome uh today yeah we've um, kind of last week's already been wrote yeah, we got rid of yeah. last week already off our mind we're, yeah, so we're looking forward again we don't want to talk about you know i really appreciate you guys coming in roscoe and adam and I, I believe we've got the gaffer next week if available oh, if available it. it's, it's do you know what do you know <laughs> what you see how quick his head popped up by the way i can't believe that because on the way over it all he was giving us oh look at you guys on the podcast oh look hey, at you see how quick I he would, popped up i would never do this i would never do that and now we're finding out that he's on it next week it's like outrageous <laughs> he's, he's i tell you he's worse than players sometimes <laughs> he's worse oh, than the players he's making all the, the cups of tea tonight the banter is going to carry on but well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure having you all on. Justin Forster, Adam K, Ross Fitzpatrick. The whole gang has been here, and it's been a pleasure to have you guys along for it. I want to let you know that CISN Radio is a production of CISN.TV. Of course, that's where you can find all your Menace home games. We've got two more in the regular season over the next two Saturdays, 7 p.m. on each of those. And, of course, playoffs coming as well, so stick around with us into July and maybe into August if we get that far. CISN Radio is produced by David Mabel, and Peter Tarpey is our executive producer. For everyone here at CISN in our studio in West Des Moines, Iowa, my name's Danny Katula saying have a fantastic rest of your day and see you on Saturday.